This is an AMI podcast. This is an AMI podcast. Welcome here again inside Madame Athletic Center, formerly known as Maple Leaf Gardens. And right now, I'd like to welcome in play-by-play, Nico Carterelli. Nico, how are you? I'm good. Thank you, guys. Thanks for having me back again. This should be a great weekend here as we get the Open Division underway with Team Black taking on Team Yellow. Awesome. And who should we look forward to seeing this in this, in this matchup? Uh, it's going to be a great opening game here because there's a ton of skilled players for both of these teams. Players to keep tabs on. Well, number 16 for Team Yellow, Vince Ryan. He is a force to be reckoned with on the blue line. But they've also got a ton of skill up front. And I would uh, keep tabs on number 14, Kiefer Jones specifically. He had a great tournament last year, and I would expect big things out of him again for Team Yellow, and of course we'd be remiss if we didn't mention Kelly Serbu, mm -hmm. former MVP here. So lots of firepower for Team Yellow. On the flip side, Anthony Siula, who was, again, a breakout player last year. He's starting this one for Team Black. On the blue line, well, they've got the veteran Wayne St. Dennis back there. So I think a lot of skill on both of these teams, and it should be a great opening contest here. Starting goaltenders for Team Yellow is Joey Cabral. For Team Black, it's going to be Lauren Weber. As we're underway here in this open division game between Team Yellow and Team Black, and it's Team Black bringing it in right away as Graham Foxcroft, former MVP, gains the zone here for Team Black. Back comes Team Yellow as they make the pass across. Intended there for Kiefer Jones, but it's now onto the stick of Serbu. Serbu back to the point for Vince Ryan. Ryan holds it in at the point as Foxcroft does well to dig it out off the wall. Ryan holds the blue line, dumps it in. And back there is Wayne St. Dennis for Team Black. Of course, a longtime member of the Toronto Ice Owls. They send this one the length of the ice and that'll be an early icing call here against Team Black. As Mike Ross, you're up here providing, well, multiple services. You just <laughs> did some PA and now we've got you doing color here. Good to be back. This is my, uh, my third year. Uh, second year as part of the broadcast. I, I was here as a fan mm. a couple of years back and uh, absolutely uh, uh, thrilled to be back here and, and part of the broadcast. It's, uh, it's a great game. It's a great event. Well, we're thrilled to have you back here. And of course, we appreciate AMI coming on board once again this year for all the work you guys have done behind the scenes and getting us up here from a technical standpoint today to get these games online to the fans as Bringing it up the ice here is Mark DeMontis. He drops that one off for Siulo, who digs it right on, and that's turned away by Cabral. Puck into the far corner where Siula plays it behind the net intended for DeMontis, but Roland Arndt, the big body defenseman, does well to dig the puck out. Back to the point, hammered along the far side hash marks, and it'll be Arndt who, well, can't get it by the forward check there of Julian Blay. Blay takes that shot. It goes behind the net and over to the near side where Siula comes up with it for Team Black. Siula skates right in, takes the shot, and that goes wide to the far post. As Cabral sporting a new set of pads here this year, he's looking sharp with those new cushions there and overall new set as that shot by DeMontis turned away by the sprawling Cabral, centered out front, and now it'll be Blake Stanicky who skates it out for Team Yellow. So a couple good chances there from Team Black with 12.35 remaining here in the first period. An icing call there against Team Black. Both these teams sort of feeling each other out a little bit, but uh, clearly Team Black maintaining a lot of possession so far in this game, doing a good job of controlling the puck, and you're going to hear that a lot in any brand of hockey, right? Puck possession mm. is the name of the game. And uh, with this game, with the adaptive rules, uh, the uh, the passes that you have to make before you can get that shot off, puck possession is that much more important. You will hear that faint buzzer in the background indicating that a clean pass has been made once the team enters across center ice. And as Mike just alluded to, you do need to make the clean pass because one of the unique aspects is the varying degrees of vision here on the ice. As we hear the buzzer, Serbu takes it in, tries to feed it near side. Serbu backhander, and that one, Lauren Weber got a piece of. It's cleared out to the line and just past the de, uh, the defenseman, Hugh LeCavalier, there for Team Yellow. Serbu picks it up, makes the pass intended for Ryan. Ryan grabs it. Back in front for Serbu, out of his reach and over to the near side boards. Kelly Serbu 
Shields it, plays it back to the point for Vince Ryan. He's under pressure there as that was Emily McLean doing a good job clearing the zone for Team Black. Puck dumped right back in and Wayne St. Dennis gets there first for Team Black. Passes it near side out of the reach of his winger and it'll go the length of the ice. Not enough here for icing, so first on it for Team Yellow is Mark Bentz. Mark Bentz, of course, a big part of Canadian blind hockey away from the ice as well, a member of the board, uh, doing some great work with the group off the ice as well as Team Yellow dig away for it there. Blake Stenicky makes the pass to the far side hash marks. Kiefer Jones can't hold the zone, and now it'll be Ciula who comes up with it for Team Black. Anthony Ciula splits a couple of forward checkers, gets around center ice, but has the puck picked off his stick by Steve Gallerno. Team Yellow bring that one in offside as the teams continue to feel each other out here with just over 10 minutes remaining in the first. Never ceases to amaze me the, the level of talent in this division, mm. right? I mean, it's just, it's elite, it's elite hockey playing. And uh, you'll see uh, some good hands, some really good skating skills in, you know, both, uh, in, in all these teams. Uh, you're absolutely right. It's incredible how well these teams are matched up. I was telling Luca DeMontis in the Child and Youth Division game that, you know, when the rosters first came out, I looked at Team Yellow specifically, and I thought, oh, this is going to be our gold medal team as Serbu brings it in, and that shot goes just wide because you check out some of the players on this Team Yellow, and a number of former MVPs and some of the top players is Graham Foxcroft. First, check that. That's Mark DeMontis bringing it up the ice. They don't have the clean pass here, so DeMontis brings it behind the net, shovels it towards the goal, and, well, they'll play it out as... Well, not, not, not in the paint, so... <clears throat> yeah. No stoppage. Interesting as Ciula brings it in. Again, my initial thought was Team Yellow's going to run away with this, but then I start to break down the rest of the rosters. And really, Team Black doing a great job here in this opening period. This could be one of their toughest games of the prelims because all these teams really tightly match. But, you know, you've got players like DeMontis. You've got Foxcroft, Siula. They basically can go tit for tat here with Team Yellow. So I think we're going to see some really tightly contested hockey all weekend long. As that pass from the point, the shot by Roland Arndt scooped up by Lauren Weber as he made a good save there. Challenging save as the shot flew off the stick of Roland Art. And that's the toughest thing, I think, in, uh, in sort of setting up this tournament is determining teams. Because mm. you're bringing in talent from right across North America, and uh, it's a little bit like an all-star game. Yeah. You know, you got to find that chemistry as quickly as you can. Ryan makes a nice play to keep it in at the point. It's picked off by McLean, and here comes Team Black across the blue line. Gary St. Dennis shovels it in front, intended for Foxcroft, but that's sticked away by the goaltender, Joey Cabral. Still there behind the net. McLean centers in front for Foxcroft. What a save as Cabral gets the right pad out and makes a tremendous stop there. Team Black continue with the pressure. Wade Shepard plays it back to the point, intended for Wayne St. Dennis, but just out of his reach, and he'll scoop it up at center ice. Wayne St. Dennis, they hammer it right back in as Graham Foxcroft gives up possession there to Mark Bentz. Team Yellow hammer it around the near side boards. Bentz gets to it first. Can't clear the zone as Gary St. Dennis knocks it down. Centered in front, Siula, McLean. She lets the shot fly. What a goal! Oh, top shelf beauty as Emily McLean opens up the scoring here in this game. Wow, what a snipe. So you'll know, if you're new to the game, you got to know that the nets are a little smaller than what you're used to in regulation hockey. They're only three feet high. No slap shots. So a good wrist shot is a great weapon to have in your arsenal. And that's exactly what you saw here. It was good passing. They had the benefit of the early a first pass. Mm -hmm. So they got a couple of chances in there. But you go up top because these goaltenders will take away most of the bottom of the net. So if you can put it upstairs, if you've got the wrist shot, you can make it happen. You're going to score some goals. 
Emily McLean of the Toronto Ice Owls opens up the scoring here. It's 1-0 for Team Black, and they're digging away for more. As Siula tried to center it out front, that's broken up. Held in at the line, nice play there as Julian Blake keeps it alive. Siula takes the shot right on, and a good save by Cabral. As Team Yellow reeling a little bit defensively, we've got a stoppage for uh, skate through the crease, so the faceoff will come outside of the zone with six minutes remaining in the first period. So a couple of other notes for you as far as the adapted rules here. Uh, we talked a little bit about the blue paint. Um, because the goaltenders in blind hockey are totally blind or extremely low vision, there's uh, no noise made by that puck if it's not moving. So therefore, if it's in the blue paint, stops completely, whether the goalie's on top of it or not, they will blow the play dead. It's a, a safety initiative. That way, uh, you alleviate any uh, extra chance at injuries for anybody. Servu gets the pass down low, tried to cut out front. Nice defensive play there by DeMontis to sniff that out. Back to the point, Vince Ryan fires a shot. It goes wide of the post, and Kiefer Jones digs away for it for Team Yellow. Foxcroft hammers it off the boards, and Gary St. Dennis makes a good pass as Craig Fitzpatrick, the Washington Wheelers rep, draw passes that one, but it's picked off, and well, here goes Kiefer Jones for Team Yell. Makes a pass to Steve Gallino. Gallino over to Serbu. Serbu cuts inside, and he makes this one up. What a goal from Kelly Serbu. We're all tied up at one. So this is game one of the weekend. Get used to hearing that name. <laughs> game one, period one, yeah. one goal for Kelly Serbu. Yeah, Serbu, I mean, I'm not much of a skater. Mm. Kelly Serbu could skate in circles around me. Great skater, good hands, good game sense. And really, when, when Kelly's on the ice, Kelly's running the show. Yep. He, 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 Kelly's the quarterback and uh, does a nice job. Played the 1991 season with the Halifax Mooseheads. He's certainly got a ton of great hockey experience and skill, and he's been a standout every year. He's participated here at the Canadian National Blind Hockey Tournament. And to be fair, no chance for Lauren Weber, the goaltender there. I don't think any goaltender here this weekend's making that save. As Anthony Ciula brings it in, good stick handling, passes it out to the top of the slot where Emily McLean has her stick lifted. She does well to continue battling, takes the shot, and that goes just wide as McLean already has one in this game for Team Black. DeMontis, nice pass there to Ciula. Tries to sweep that one towards the net, but a couple of Team Yellow players, including Blake Stenicky, getting in the way. Digging away for it at the hash marks. Team Yellow can't clear the zone. Siula's first shot blocked, second one. Turned away by the blocker hand of Cabral. They continue to dig for it, jamming away for it, and Joey Cabral keeps that puck out, despite some tense moments there for Team Yellow. Well, Team Black throwing everything. Including Everything at them, <laughs> even, a, even a glove there in the crease. But they, uh, they get some great goaltending here from Cabral. Really doing a nice job at controlling the bottom of the net. You talked about the fact that Cabral's got some new pads. Mm -hmm. Get a good workout for them early. Yes, definitely getting some uh, good puck marks on those bright new pads, and that'll make his coach, Joey Ali, pretty happy. As Joey doing a great job with all the goaltenders, but he's really taken a special relationship with Joey Cabral, the two Joeys. So we'll see if they can backstop themselves to a gold medal here this weekend. It's 1-1 right now between Team Yellow and Team Black as Team Black chop it out front. It was at the far side post and now Team Yellow flip it up the ice and out to center where Wade Shepard comes up with it for Team Black. Shepard with a good touch pass there is all taken down hard was Gary St. Dennis. Play continues on and bringing it up the ice. Team Yellow flip it near side. That shot attempt goes wide as Jamie Fotak let that one fly. And with it pinned up there, Weber does well to hold it for the faceoff. Two minutes remaining here in the first period of play. We're all tied up at one. Yeah, good pace to this game. Still feels like, despite a 1-1 score, that the ice is tilted a little bit towards Cabral mm. and the yellow uh, team zone. Let's see if they can uh, muster up something here as they get this faceoff now deep in the black zone. As Blake Stenicky steps in for the draw, he can't win that one against Siula. It's swept around to the far side boards, and Siula does well to chip it over the defenseman's stick and out to center ice. 
Siula tries to shield that one away from Team Yellow. They turn it over and Hugh LeCavalier gets it to center, but just as quickly, Team Black dump it back in with 120 left here in the first period. Team Yellow's Steve Gallerno tries to skate out of the zone. He's held up. Puck on the stick of McLean. She makes the pass to Siula. Siula, oh, just puts that one over top the net as he stepped off the half wall in a prime shooting position. McLean scoops it up here for Team Black, plays it back to the line. Feathering it down was Matthew Poirier as Poirier and McLean. McLean takes the shot right off the crossbar as Team Black all over Team Yellow here with under a minute remaining in the first period. Team Yellow gained the zone as Kiefer Jones had his pocket pick going across the blue line. And now Siula goes for the long stretch pass to McLean. McLean tries to get it back to Siula. It's a little bit ahead of him. So here comes Team Yellow as Kiefer Jones makes the pass to Gallerno. Over to Serbu. Serbu goes back to Gallerno. Serbu gets it back. Tries to backhand it towards the net. 10 seconds remaining here in the period. As Team Black stepping in was Wade Shepard to separate the man from the puck. And with just five seconds remaining in the first period, maybe one last chance for Kelly Serbu as he'll chip it towards the net. No clean pass, so it wouldn't have counted anyways. But Lauren Weber gets a blocker on it, and through the first opening 20 minutes, it's a 1-1 score here between Team Black and Team Yellow. It's a good tight game here. Chances at both ends. Um, I think the goaltending has been the story so yes. far in the first 20 minutes, no doubt about it. Uh, at, uh, at one end is, uh, is Cabral, who's just controlling the bottom of the net. At the other end, not necessarily called on as often. I mean, Team Black really has dominated a lot of the play here so far, but mm -hmm. uh, it's, uh, it's been a game of uh, few chances for Team Yellow, but they've made him count. Team Black is just absolutely dominating in the chances department. And uh, if not for Joey Cabral, this, uh, this might be a very, very different score right now. No kidding. Joey's been tested here in the opening period, and he's done well despite one getting by him. He's made a number of good saves. One of the changes this year in terms of the goaltenders, they've been regulated to uh, or forced to wear that shade. And some of the goaltenders don't really like it. They find it a bit uncomfortable. I know Joey's been playing with it for about two or three years now, so I think he's gotten used to it. But it is interesting to talk to the goaltenders and get their opinion on that mandatory shade. The other thing that we should point out is uh, Canadian blind hockey does follow the double IHF rule. Um, and uh, if a goaltender is hitting the mask, play will be stopped immediately. So that's something that you don't see in a lot of North American hockey, but you will see it in blind hockey. You will see it in the double IHF. And important, especially in a game like this where the wrist shot is so important. I mean, we've yeah. seen um, Emily McLean. I mean, that's her mm -hmm. weapon. And yep. she's she's got a wicked wrist shot. She's already scored one, and she's sailed one off the crossbar. A couple have actually gone whizzing right past Cabral's head. So it's a good rule to have yes. when you're <laughs> going to be counting on, uh, on that, those wicked wrist shots. Well, we get you set for the second period coming up here between Team Black and Team Yellow. You're tuned in to the 2018 Canadian National Blind Hockey Tournament presented by CNIB and AMI. As Gallerno brings it in offside for Team Yellow, so an early whistle here in the second period. The faceoff will stay outside the Team Black blue line. Well, we've got more great hockey on the way today as at 4.30 p.m., Team Red will take on Team Gold. And then the final game in the Low Vision and Development Division getting set at 5.45 p.m. today. Gallerno digs it off the boards, makes the pass down low to Serbu, backhands it right on. Great save there from Lorne Weber as he stays big and covers up that bottom part of the net. Lauren Weber, Memberton of, uh, member of the Edmonton Seahawks. He was featured recently on a Rogers Sportsnet broadcast with Gene Principe, and a big part of the Edmonton Hockey is for Everybody weekend, the inclusion summit they had. Lauren spoke at that and did a tremendous job, and he's done well to backstop his team here as they're tied 1-1. He makes another good save there off the stick of Kelly Serbu. Team Black dumped the puck down the ice. Roland Arndt gets there first for Team Yellow. 
at the hash marks. He ends up playing it off his own man as that was Kelly Serbu backchecking and across center ice for Team Black gained possession. Foxcroft picks it up now for Team Black. Tries to sweep it in front. That's picked off by Roland Art. Mark DeMontis comes off the bench. Stick handles and tries to feather it over. Kept in all. DeMontis crashing into his own man, Shepard, there, and the puck comes across the blue line. They dig away for possession. Team Yellow chips it in. Graham Foxcroft just as quickly chips it out. Here comes DeMontis for Team Black. Mark DeMontis, no clean pass and no teammate up there, gives it away. And here comes Vince Ryan for Team Yellow. Vince Ryan just got around the check there of Wayne St. Dennis, a Toronto and a Montreal player going head-to-head. -head. You know, no love lost there between those two rivals. As Siula dumps that puck into the far corner. All the way behind the goal, Team Black. Mark DeMontis tries to jam it home. Good job by Cabral to keep the pad against the post. And then the second chance by Siula also turned away. Team Black continue to create offense here as we play two and a half minutes of the second period. Team Black, first goal, scored by number 16, Get the goal announcement from Team Black's first goal. So Gary St. Dennis and Anthony Siula gaining assists on the Emily McLean goal. As PA announcing here this weekend, done by Brian Floyd, voice of the North Bay Battalion. Siula steps in to take the draw here against Serbu as DeMontis gives him a couple of words of advice. Team Black have possession as Francois Beauregard has it picked off his stick and here goes Serbu for Team Yellow. Serbu makes the draw pass, that shot Goes wide as Fotak plays it behind the net. Serbu tries to dig it out. Backhander right on, and Weber got a piece of that. And now it'll be picked up by Anthony Siula. Siula takes his time, tries to feather that one out to DeMontis, out of his reach. And now a foot race here between DeMontis and Ryan, and Vince Ryan wins that battle. Ryan smacks it around the far side boards, all the way out through the neutral zone where it's scooped up by Siula. Anthony Siula, smooth skating forward, makes the pass there to DeMontis. His shot right on. Cabral did well to make the save. Puck goes behind the net on the rebound, and Vince Ryan wraps it around the boards and out of the reach of Francois Beauregard. Beauregard tried to pass it to Siula. That's picked off. Quick skating there as Pascal Sinisen with a good job for Team Yellow, causing the turnover, but they can't capitalize, and with the net coming off its pegs, we'll have a stoppage with 10.40 remaining in the period. A little surprised that there wasn't a call there. I mm. thought maybe, maybe a hooking or a holding or something, <clears throat> but no call on that play. So far, just really good puck control by Team Black. Really good execution as far as their their exit of the zone to do a good job of getting the puck out once they gain control. Mark Benz makes the play at the point. Big save there as Gallerno let the shot fly and Weber just got a piece of it with the glove. Team Black tried to dig it out here as they're under some pressure defensively. Foxcroft plays it ahead. That's Craig Fitzpatrick with the blue pants gaining the zone for Team Black. Team Yellow bring it right back as Blake Stenicky makes the draw pass for Gallerno. He's at the faceoff dot, lets the shot fly. Great save by Weber. And then he covers up the rebound as he's been tested here in this second period. That's what we were waiting to see. Was Team Yellow going to respond after that first period where everything seemed to be going <clears throat> against their net? Well, lots of firepower on this Team Yellow roster. They've got the ability to score goals on you. See names like Kelly Serbu, Steve Gallerno, Vince Ryan. The question is, can they find their offensive game? As that play by Serbu feathered in front, Weber got a piece of it, and here comes Siula back for Team Black. Siula, he's got DeMontis cutting to the net. Drops that one off for Blay. As Julian Blay makes the pass to DeMontis. 
scramble for the puck. They try jam it past the pad of Cabral, but he stays big and makes the save with 8.40 left in the second. Already in this game, I've seen uh, a little bit of uh, a little bit of pushing, a little bit of shoving in front of the net in that last uh, sequence down in front of the black net. Julian Blay and Brian Cowie were uh, exchanging shoves. And you'll notice as the weekend goes on, the level of emotion kicks in as well. You know, especially this weekend with the impending announcement of the first ever Canadian National Blind Hockey Team, that announcement to come Sunday afternoon. There's a little bit more on the line here this weekend. and. You can certainly sense the emotion and pride that players are playing out there with this weekend, especially here in this first game of the open division between Team Black and Team Yellow. As making a good play at the line to hold it in was Megan Mahan. Siula has it now for Team Black. Under pressure, he spins away from the four check. And he'll skate it out of the zone. Feeds it up to DeMontis. DeMontis tries to get it back to Siula. There's the pass right over to DeMontis on the near side, but just out of his reach. DeMontis battling there against Mahan. She bodies him against the boards. Mahan, uh, DeMontis makes the pass to Siula. Siula has an option at the point, uses it. That shot off the stick of Matthew Poirier into the far corner. And it'll be Brian Cowie flipping it to the line, but not out. Held in there by Team Black. Shot from the point, knocked down. Good gutsy block there by Hugh LeCavalier. Team Black continue with it as Siula tries to wrap around and Cabral just keeps that one out. Great save by Joey Cabral. Well, the dangerous part about that play was Cabral's left pad was inside the net. So even if he makes the stop, if mm. that puck crosses the line, it's a goal. Luckily, he had left just enough of an opening that he was able to get his glove down on top of that puck. And a big save to keep this game all tied up at one. As off the offensive zone draw, McLean feathers it over. What a oh. save! The right pad of Joey Cabral stonewalls Gary St. Dennis. Wow, what a save. That puck was all but buried. All right, that puck was all but in. And Cabral slides across and shuts the door with the right pad, bottom right-hand corner. Well, the new pads are working magic for Joey Cabral. And now his team take the puck up the ice as Pascal Sinisen tries to drop that one off. Let's see if they can hold it in at the line. Fodak ends up giving it away here. Team Black dump it down the length of the ice, and that'll be an icing call against Team Black with under six minutes remaining here in the second period of play. Well, we want to remind folks that you can connect with us through social media. Tweet me at Bro Behind the Mic. We'll get to a few viewer shout outs. Let us know who you're cheering on and where you're watching from. And we'll get to your shout outs throughout the weekend. As the draw comes up to the right of Lauren Weber. Kelly Serbu gets set to take the draw against Anthony Siula. Serbu wins it back to the point. Ryan under pressure from DeMontis. Serbu can't get a clean shot away. He's got the puck in the near corner. Takes it behind the net, 5.08. Remaining in the period, tried the wraparound. That's blocked by Weber. Plays it back to the point. LeCavalier does well to hold it in the zone. LeCavalier feathers it down low behind the net. Kiefer Jones tries to skate it out front. Kicks it to his own stick here. Makes the pass back to the point. That shot knocked down by the stick of Siula. McLean can't clear or does clear the zone, and now Siula picks it up at center ice. Anthony Siula has Mark DeMontis in front. Centered out front as Julian Blake came in late from the point, and here comes Steve Gallerno for Team Yellow. Gallerno's got Kiefer Jones with him. Jones wants the pass. Gallerno feeds it over. Jones lets the shot fly. Oh, oh what a beauty! An early candidate for goal of the tournament as Gallerno and Jones combine for a highlight real goal. So Jones is just sort of coasting on the right side. I don't think you even really thought that Jones was part of the play. And then suddenly, Gallerno finds uh, Jones with the pass clear across the ice. Jones wastes no time, just lets it go. No chance for the goalie on that one. 
A tough game here for Lauren Weber as he had no chance on either of the Team Yellow goals as Kiefer Jones makes it a 2-1 advantage for Team Yellow. But here come Team Black. They bring the puck right back in the zone, centered in front, and that's knocked down by Roland Art and cleared to the far corner. Stays in the zone as Brian Cowie digs away defensively for Team Yellow. Foxcroft feeds it behind the net. Then into the near corner where Gary St. Dennis sweeps it out front. Fitzpatrick's backhand attempt, that's blocked down. Foxcroft has it for Team Black. Let's the shot fly and it goes wide to the far post. Good battle behind the net there between Megan Mahan and Gary St. Dennis. St. Dennis feeds it in front and on the one-timer, Fitzpatrick got turned away by the right pad of Cabral. Roland Arndt gets it for Team Yellow, tries to clear it near side and gets it out to center ice. And that relieves some pressure there for Team Yellow. I don't know if Dennis Bayak is watching right now, but if he is, he'd be proud of his nephew, Kiefer Jones. He's got the go-ahead goal to make it 2-1 here for Team Yellow at the 2018 Canadian National Blind Hockey Tournament. Well, I don't know if he's listening, watching, but I know that the Winnipeg Jets are in Toronto tomorrow night to play yeah. the uh, Toronto Maple Leafs. So maybe Dennis drops by at some point and uh, checks it out live here at... Uh, the Madame Athletic Center. That would be something. And if you're in the Toronto area, come down to the Madame Athletic Center. Admission is free all weekend long. Come check out the 2018 Canadian National Blind Hockey Tournament as that shot off the stick of Julian Blay, redirected by Siula. Siula controls it now along the far side boards. He has his pocket pick. Nice defensive work that time as. It was Kelly Serbu taking it up the ice for Team Yellow, trying to feed it over there to Pascal Sinisen, but just out of his reach. Team Black, Siula, he can't get that one across center ice. Nice job by Fodak, and here comes Team Yellow's Jamie Fodak. Or to the far corner where Team Black's Anthony Siula can't clear the zone. Vince Ryan keeps it in. Ryan tries to step around the defender, cutting his way to the net, but good back check there, and they take Ryan down, and he looks to be in some pain there as he's grasping his helmet uh, after an awkward collision between a couple of big bodies. We hope this isn't anything serious for Vince Ryan. But he is certainly in some major discomfort right now. Ryan clutching the top of his head there as the EMS workers out on the ice. Just talking with Ryan, trying to assess the situation. We've got 106 remaining here in the second period of play. It's a 2-1 lead for Team Yellow over Team Black at the 2018 Canadian National Blind Hockey Tournament. Bit of a conversation right now between Vince Ryan and the EMS worker, and that's good to see that at least he's responsive to the questions being asked. But certainly a scary sight right now. Well, you know what? He, any type of hockey is played so quick mm. um, that suddenly you turn and there's somebody right there in front of you. You don't necessarily always have the time to react. And that certainly seems like what happened in on this play. We've seen a couple of these happened already but they weren't nearly uh as, as big i mean you're talking about a couple of big players here and uh when two big opposite forces make contact like that unfortunately someone ends up on the uh on the losing end but to getting to uh getting to his knees mm, good sight here <clears throat> As Vince tells him, you know, not quite, take my not time, quite man. ready yet. Yep. Yeah. 
almost waving the uh, EMS worker off. Well, Vince is a, uh, a very strong guy. He's got a lot of pride, and you know you have to hope that he's okay here and that his weekend will be able to continue on on the ice. But wants the helmet to come off. They mm -hmm. take in the helmet off. I mean, at that point. If there's anything head-related, you might be feeling a little bit claustrophobic in the play and everything. Oh so, boy. Well, they're going to have to make little, sure uh, they... Yeah. A little wobbly right now, so yeah. probably a very good idea to just uh, wheel them off and... Not a great sight. No, certainly a scary sight here is one of the more physically imposing players when you see Vince Ryan in this kind of condition, you have to hope that uh, his overall health is okay right now because he's certainly shaken up after that big collision. Well, nice round of applause here, and Francois Beauregard, the player who collided with Vince Ryan, helps him off as well, making sure that Vince knows it was an accident and no hard feelings there between either player. Well, a potential big loss here for Team Yellow as arguably their best defenseman, Vince Ryan, will leave this game with injury. And we hope to see him return later in the weekend, but I would think it's safe to say his afternoon here is likely done. We've got 106 remaining here in the second period of play. It's a 2-1 scoreline between Team Yellow and Team Black. You're tuned into the 2018 Canadian National Blind Hockey Tournament. And we'll take this quick moment to thank some of the sponsors who have made this great weekend possible, including AMI, Accessible Media Inc. None of our broadcasts would be possible without them, and we appreciate all the work they've done. We also want to acknowledge the Canadian Team National Yellow Institute Yellow for the Blind, Ryerson University, the Mattapi Athletic Centre, the Toronto Education Workers, Magnon, Electric, Electra Health Floor, CCM, the Toronto Toros, the Holiday Inn, and GTHL Canada, amongst the many other sponsors who have lended their support to make this great weekend possible. Well, action on the ice back underway. It's Gallerno trying to feed that shot through. Gallerno still has it for Team Yellow, redirected there by Kiefer Jones, just over top the net as we've got less than a minute here in the second period. Serbu takes that shot and it flies wide of the near post. Kiefer Jones gets it out to Gallerno, who had his stick uh, held there and a good job by Team Black, but they can't clear the zone as Serbu keeps it in. 33 seconds left. Jones gets tripped up and that's gonna be a penalty coming up against Team Black as Kiefer Jones has his feet taken out from him and it'll be a tripping penalty here against Francois Beauregard of Team Black. First call of the game. So our first opportunity to see a team hit the power play. Very curious to see what uh, Kelly Serbu can do with a little bit of extra open ice on a, a power play opportunity. Well, we mentioned that folks can connect with us on Twitter throughout the weekend. We get a tweet from Blaine Ducher, who was playing in that child and youth division game earlier for Team Yellow, backstopping them to a 3-0 shutout. He's impressed with the work of Joey Cabral right now for Team Yellow as they lead 2-1. Off the faceoff, Serbu plays it back to Megan Mahan. Mahan gets around to Montes, feeds it down low to Jones. Under pressure, that's taken away by Wade Shepard. And Shepard can't get it up to DeMontis, stays in. Serbu's long shot goes wide. 10 seconds remaining here in the period. Team Black hammered it around the near side and it just gets past the blue line. Serbu brings it back in with time expiring. That'll do it for the second period. And Team Yellow now have a 2-1 lead after two periods of play and they'll have a minute 40 remaining on the power play to start the third period. Not a much better effort by Team Yellow in that period. Giving Cabral a bit of an, an opportunity to breathe and not face uh, nearly as many shots. And uh, clearly with the uh, Team Yellow team taking advantage of their opportunities and uh, taking advantage of Lauren Weber. Finding the back of the net, Weber's uh, 
had a bit of a tough, uh, bit of a tough go at it. A, uh, a challenging first game here at the 2018 Canadian National Blind Hockey Tournament for Lauren Weber and Team Black, but they've got a ton of veteran experience on that team, led by Mark DeMontis, and I'd certainly anticipate them coming out flying here for the third period. You know, it's interesting, the, the back and forth of this game, Team Black really dominated the opening period. As you just mentioned, Mike, here in the second period, Team Yellow pushed back. This is kind of like a heavyweight fight, and we're coming down to the final round here in this opening game. It'll be interesting to see which fighter can get the upper hand here. Well, and especially now that we're dealing with a, a Team Yellow that's down yeah. one player. Yep. Um, so we'll see if, uh, if that makes much of an impact. A minute 35 left in the power play for them. Find the Team Black it's dominated with the passing game. They've dominated as far as their ability to transition from defense to offense. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, at the other end of the ice, they've run into Joey Cabral <laughs> and a brand new set of pads. Yes. That he's uh, <laughs> breaking in rather nicely today. Well, Joey, a longtime veteran here at the Canadian National Blind Hockey Tournament, doing a great job in this opening game. And we're just about set for the third period of play here as Team Black trails Team Yellow two to one. And Team Yellow will have a minute 35 of power play time to open up this third period. Wade Shepard on the draw for Team Black. Kelly Serbu for Team Yellow. Third period underway as Team Black poke it forward. DeMontis draws a penalty and Serbu's gonna go to the box for a hook. So that does it for the Team Yellow power play. And a little bit of trash talk there <laughs> between DeMontis and Servu. <laughs> DeMontis uh. with a, a little bit of a chirp <laughs> as the Servu skated by. But it evens things up here. And uh, now both teams will have had an opportunity to get the power play going. We got to four on four right now for another uh, 55 seconds or so. As off the face-off, Team Black have to hammer it back in. Siula won the draw, but it's Megan Mahan controlling it now for Team Yellow. Mahan plays it off the boards, can't get it past Shepard. He does well to hold the zone. Tries to center it to Siula. Now it's behind the goal where Siula gets it back to Shepard in the far corner. Plays it near side to Siula. He steps out from behind the goal line. Centered right in front, and he scores! Siula slides it underneath Cabral, and Team Black have tied this game at two. We're just talking about Cabral dominating the goaltending game so far today. But Team Black able to find the mark here, playing some four-on-four -four hockey. He's still got about... Uh, there are five seconds of this. And we're running time right now, right? So it's not stop time for most of the period. And uh, Team Black now going to be back at full strength as the puck drops. So Team Black back to five skaters, and they are back to even strength on the scoreboard as well as they've tied this game up at two as Anthony Siula Gets that big time goal. They're still on the power play here as Serbu serves that hooking minor, played back to the point and out of the reach of Foxcroft. So it'll be Wayne St. Dennis first on it for Team Black. St. Dennis plays it near side to Julian Blay. Blay across the blue line, checks his options, tries to get over to Foxcroft. Off the wall, Poirier tries to feed it in front. That's knocked down and Mark Bentz clears it out to center where it's scooped up by Stenicky. Blake Stenicky in there all alone, no pass yet. Out of the box comes Serbu, so we're back to even strength hockey here for both teams with 12.20 remaining in the third period of play. Scrum for the puck along the near wall and with a couple players pinned up against it, they'll whistle it down for a faceoff. So you'll notice if you're new to the game, you're hearing a lot of rattling out on the ice. Those are uh, bearings that are inside the adapted blind hockey puck. So it's five and a half inches across, almost two inches high, and it's made of 22 gauge steel. It's hollow and it contains nine ball bearings, and those bearings are in there to help the players locate, by sound, locate the puck on the ice. Hence the need for that extra pass 
in the offensive zone. And uh, the tweeters or buzzers mm. that the uh, officials have to let the goaltenders know that that puck could be flying by them at any second. Siula brings it in for Team Black. Centers in front just out of the reach of DeMontis. As they continue with possession, DeMontis makes the pass to Siula. There's the tweet indicating a good, clean pass for Team Black. So they've got a shooting opportunity whenever one comes out. And there's a shot off the stick of Siula, knocked down, but not cleared out as Bentz whacked at it for Team Yellow. Siula tries to get around Bentz. Intended for Poirier, that one's picked off, and well, Team Yellow can't clear the zone initially. Now Jamie Fodak comes in, and the Toronto Ice Owls skate it out here for Team Yellow. Fodak makes that pass intended for Stenicky. As coming up with it there was Sinisen. Makes the pass over far side. Fodak gets to it in the corner, gets around the defender, Beauregard centered in front, and Weber doing a good job to keep the paddle down, makes that stop with 10 and a half minutes left in the period. You know, we've talked a lot about Cabral's play in the yellow net. The other thing that's impressive is how much help he's getting from the defense, whether it's basically covering, shadowing Team Black's players up and, and in close to the net, or blocking shots. They're mm -hmm. doing a much better job at that than Team Black. Team Black, there's a lot of shots that are getting through. That's not necessarily the case for Team Yellow. And there's gonna be a penalty coming up against Wayne, uh, Wade Shepard of Team Black as it's gonna be a cross check. He got the lumber on Kelly Serbu and with Graham Foxcroft touching the puck, Shepard will head to the box. We're gonna call it a trip here with 9.45 remaining in the third. Doesn't like the call. No. And I can, I can sort of understand why. Let Serbu know it uh, as well. <laughs> a little bit of a shove after the, uh, after the arm went up. And a few words for both Serbu and the official on his way to the box. Well, Serbu served a minor penalty earlier in the period. Here he draws a penalty. And now it's Kiefer Jones making the pass to Serbu as Team Yellow control it here on the power play. Serbu down low at the goal line, tries to feather it up top high, but that one got blocked as getting a piece of that shot attempt was Wayne St. Dennis. Megan Mahan with a nice play to keep the puck in at the blue line. Team Black tried to smack it out, but Jones keeps it alive for Team Yellow. Kiefer Jones plays it down low behind the net for Serbu. Serbu sidesteps the hit of Foxcroft, makes the pass to Jones and then his shot attempt is blocked and cleared down the ice where Mahan will retrieve it with a minute 10 left in the team yellow power play. Megan Mahan, her pass intended for Serbu out of his reach and Siula picks it up for Team Black. Siula in a foot race there against Serbu but the Wiley vet gets the better of the youngster on that play and Team Yellow bring it right back in. Shot goes wide to the post, Serbu has it behind the net, tries to wrap around, but Weber does well to keep the pad pinned up against the post and makes a important save with 8.15 left in a 2-2 game. So you've thrown out your Twitter handle. You can tweet me as well, at A-M-I Rossi. That's A-M-I-R-O-S-S-Y, Rossi with a Y. Let it's, us not, it's not very Italian, I'm sorry. <laughs> but to, to be fair, bro behind the mic isn't very Italian either. <laughs> Let us know who you're cheering on, where you're watching from. We're getting a number of great tweets, including one from Daniela Ruddle, who's cheering on Curtis Ruddle in the youth division, and she's really impressed with Kiefer Jones as well. And uh, not sure if there's any relation there to James Ruddle, but got a tweet from James as well. He had a great tournament last year. I can't wait to catch up with him a little bit later today as coming out of the box, penalty over. So we're back to five side hockey here as Siula brings it into the zone for Team Black. Anthony Siula tries to feed that one out to DeMontis. It's broken up and back the other way come Team Yellow. You say it's a good thing the officials here aren't going with NHL standards because we just saw a number 11 Team Yellow, Roland Arnd, had the stick in. A little bit of a tap on the hands in the NHL, <laughs> and that's two minutes. You're gone. Not happening here. Yeah, the NHL, they they would know to uh, to uh, exaggerate that tap just a little. <laughs> As oh, what a great shot block there 
Letting that one fly was uh, Mark DeMontis and Megan Mahan gutsy got in the way of that shot. You know, it's one thing when the goaltenders are blocking the shots because they've got all the padding, mm -hmm. but when you're just a defenseman and you take that puck, man, that hurts. So last year, uh, as part of the tri-blind hockey uh, segment of the event, we went out, Jeff Ryman and I from AMI went out and gave it a try. Mm -hmm. And I think within about five minutes of being on the ice, one of the kids let one rip and got me right on the shin. Oh. And I'm not wearing any, any pads, right? Oh, jeez. So I know what you're talking about. <laughs> that is a painful, oh, painful puck to be hit with. You no are doubt a, about it. You are a brave man to go on the ice with no padding. <laughs> oh, man. I'm scared when I go on as a goaltender in my full padding, but yeah, you would not catch me out there with no gear. Timothy Appleby, by the way, just uh, tweeting, saying hello, listening in Edmonton today. So thank you, Timothy, for tuning in and taking part uh, in our broadcasts. We appreciate that, and we appreciate everyone who's tuned in. Again, you can tweet us throughout the weekend at AMI Rossi, at Bro Behind the Mic, and we'll uh, get to a few shout-outs throughout the weekend. You know, we mentioned block shots, and we'll see John T. a little bit later on, but... It's interesting, John T is a player to watch because he loves blocking shots. And I think they actually tried him out as a goaltender a couple of times, but I don't think he ever really got the feel for those pads. So he's playing this weekend as a defenseman. And well, when you talk about shot blocks, you'd be remiss not to mention John T's name because every year it seems he leaves here black and blue with all the bruises <laughs> from the shot blocks that he racks up. As Servu digs away for the puck behind the net with 4.45 remaining here. It's all tied up between Team Black and Team Yellow. The score 2-2 as Siula digs away for the puck against Steve Gallerno. Siula digs it out of the zone. Team Yellow hammer it back in on the delayed offside. The puck rolls all the way behind Team Black's net and it'll be Craig Fitzpatrick who tries to clear the zone. It's held in initially and then Fitzpatrick does well to smack it down the length of the ice. Mahan first on it for Team Yellow. Tries to corral it past Siula, but Siula strips it from her and well, he's gotta get a clean pass away here with McLean trailing and with Poirier at the point, he can't get it to either and here comes Steve Gallerno for Team Black or Team Yellow, taken away from him by Graham Foxcroft of Team Black. Foxcroft gets around one. Picked up here as Poirier brings it into the corner all the way behind the net where he's rubbed off the puck by Mahan, and that's going to be a penalty to Megan Mahan as she got a little too much of the body there against Matthew Poirier. So Team Black get a power play with 3.25 left in the third. So the power of Twitter yes. in our broadcast. Deb Fry says Kiefer Jones' uncle Dennis Bayak mm. is at the game. Oh, no kidding. And he's just walking right in, right oh, in here. Oh, how about that? How are you, Dennis? See, now I feel like I need to take off the headset and let Mr. Bayak come and do play-by-play. How about that? So Dennis Bayak here in the building as Mike Ross having a quick chat off mic and he's got to be pretty impressed with his nephew's play. Kiefer Jones with a goal here in the game as we're all tied up 2-2. We'll have to get his scouting report after the game, what he thinks of this. We'll get him to break down the game tape and everything as Team Black have it here on the power play and it's Wade Shepard bringing it up the ice here. Shepard makes the pass to Siula. Siula takes it right in, and that shot goes over top of the net. As Team Black try to get the go-ahead goal with 105 left on the power play. Fed in front. DeMontis tries to sweep away at it. Cabral makes the save, and then they'll whistle it down as Mark Bentz grinding Mark DeMontis into the ice there. And they'll have a stoppage with 210 left in the third. Well, we've got the special guest here, and considering he's the pro, I better stop doing play-by-play. -play. <laughs> no, no, no. And no. Dennis Bayak, we're so happy that you stepped in here and joined us. This Thank is, you. Uh, this is your gig, and you're doing a good <laughs> job with it. So, uh, uh, no, I just, uh, we were in town and uh, played in Chicago last night and thought we'd drop in and have a look, and Kiefer got a goal for us, so it's good. 
Well, it's been an impressive season for the Winnipeg Jets, but a pretty impressive game here for Kiefer. He gets the goal. It's a 2-2 tie right now. What do you think of this experience? Have you, first of all, have you witnessed a blind hockey game before? No, I have not. Just bits and pieces here and there. This is the uh, first one that I've actually been to, still trying to uh, decipher the rules and the regulations, but... Uh, uh, there's some, uh, you know what, credit to all of them for, for everything they do and for everybody who puts on these events and uh, the hard work that goes into it. So it's, uh, it's a pretty spectacular weekend. It was interesting. I met Kiefer for the first time last year, and he mentioned we're at the establishment across the street afterwards <laughs> and enjoying a couple of refreshments. And he mentioned, oh, well, my uncle does play-by-play -play in the NHL. We got to talking, and I got to think it was pretty special for you to be here to witness him scoring a goal in this big game. Well, it was, and it wasn't until last night that I actually found out that he was here. <laughs> and uh, so then I checked the schedule, and I wasn't sure what the Jets were up to today, if they were going to practice or, or not have a practice. And then once all that kind of got ironed out and I looked at his schedule, then uh, it, it all worked out, and I'm glad it did. Great save there from Lauren Weber as Kelly Serbu with a shot for Team Yellow. 30 seconds left here in the third period as Weber makes another good save with regulation winding down here. Gallerno digs it off the wall, tries to center it out front. It's picked off, held in at the line by Kiefer Jones. Makes the pass as they dig it around to the far corner with just over 10 seconds remaining here in the third period. Serbu tries the sharp angle shot. That's turned away by Lauren Weber. Gallerno, four seconds left. Centers out front. Serbu can't get the shot away. Great defensive play. And the third period ends with a 2-2 tie. What a great opening game here between Team Black and Team Yellow at the 2018 Canadian National Blind Hockey Tournament as we get you set for overtime in this game. Dennis, you and I both have a connection to the Maple Leafs. So being here in this building, um, last year was the first time I got a chance to announce here. So it was an absolute thrill. You've done it many times. What's it like to be back in the old gardens? Well, that was part of, uh, of the excitement, actually, of coming down this afternoon to see whether I would recognize much of it. And uh, there really isn't much to recognize. I'm trying to figure out exactly uh, this part of it looks like it's been here for a while and I'm trying to actually remember if this is actually part of the old gardens that we're in right now and and how much of it has changed well the one thing that hasn't changed is the roof I mean, <laughs> right right I mean the, it's pretty phenomenal and I love when you go through some of the back hallways and some of the stairwells you see some of the old brick walls and they've, they've done a really nice job at, at sort of maintaining that history of it and I know that a lot's been said about you know the Montreal Forum and the ghosts of the Forum and everything, but there's just something so special about this building. I'm, I'm so glad that they that Ryerson stepped in the way they did, Loblaws stepped in the way they did, and they've been able to keep the building going and to have hockey in it. Well, the front facade is still the same, and that's always uh, special when you come around that little bend on College Avenue, and and there's the gardens and. Uh... So yeah, you know what? It, it, it's interesting to look around this building now and uh, and try to remember back to what was it, '98? Yeah, ni uh, yeah, '99. '98, '99 was the last yeah. season. Yeah. Uh, you know, back to then when uh, when this building closed and we moved to uh, Air Canada Centre, and uh, I mean everybody, I think in ways missed Maple Leaf Gardens, but there was a, in a lot of ways it just. Uh, maybe wasn't as functional as right. uh, as the new buildings around the National Hockey League were anymore and uh, got a, a nice building now in the Air Canada Centre but it, it is I agree with you wholeheartedly Mike that uh, I really it's important to keep this and, and it was good for Ryerson good they're still playing hockey here and uh, because it, it always will be part of downtown Toronto. You saw a pretty neat story unfold last night in Chicago. Yeah, uh, <laughs> Scott Foster, the accountant by day, goaltender by night, and uh, it was a wild, bizarre night. Uh, Anton Forsberg was supposed to start, got hurt playing soccer, and uh, Delia, Delia came in, and, and he played, and then he got hurt, and, and uh, in came the, the backup netminder. Well, we're into overtime here as Team Black with some early possession. DeMontis centers in front for Foxcroft and Cabral making a good couple of saves there. It's five minutes of four-on-four four overtime, and if we're still tied, we'll head to a shootout after that. Now, the Winnipeg Jets are in town. You mentioned the story of Scott Foster. 
I'm just going to take this moment to let you know I also play goalie. If the Winnipeg Jets are well. ever in an emergency <laughs> situation, my gear is 10 minutes from the ACC, and I can be there. Send your resume to the <laughs> NHL because I think the NHL organizes people to be there. Well, we appreciate All right, Dennis I'll let you guys back get back to work. In. Dennis, thank you so much you for joining the broadcast here. That is the voice of the Winnipeg Jets. Keep up the good work. Dennis, man, thank, thank, you, thank Dennis. you so much. As it's Mike Ross and Nico Cardarelli here providing commentary at the 2018 Canadian National Blind Hockey Tournament. What a thrill there to have Dennis Bayak join us on the broadcast as Team Black sweep one towards the goal and that's stopped by Joey Cabral with 3.50 remaining in overtime. Great game here to open up the 2018 Canadian National Blind Hockey Tournament. It's the Open Division, Team Black taking on Team Yellow. We're all tied up at two in overtime. Another tweet here, Justin Wack, who uh, says, uh, by the way, Weber looking good in this game. He says, that Justin Wack guy looked pretty good in the last game, too. He was very good, <laughs> very solid, Justin. Be Making his blind ho his Canadian uh, blind yep. hockey tournament debut yeah, this he, year. He was tremendous in that opening game for Team Black in the child and youth division. And we can't wait for them to get back underway tomorrow. As we've still got lots of great hockey here today. Three minutes remaining in this overtime period. Jamie Fodak brings it in for Team Yellow. He has his pocket pick. Nice work there by Julian Blay. Backhands it down the ice. And a foot race there between Kiefer Jones and Anthony Siula. And great work by Jones, both to get the position and tie up the stick of Siula without taking a penalty. Team Black keep it in. Siula shields it there from the check of Jones. 2.45 remaining in OT. As Gallerno tries to get out. Siula shot right on. Oh, what a save by Cabral as he was ready for that snipe. Pretty, pretty solid chance there in tight. But Cabral is continuing to shut the door. Been the real story in this game, no doubt. Shepard feeding it out to Siula and turned away there by Joey Cabral. Again. You mentioned uh, James Ruddle. Yes. Uh, Daniela says, yes, James is my husband. Curtis and Cassandra Ruddle, who are playing in the youth division, are my kids. So she's uh, very happy to hear them being, uh, being broadcast here on, on AMI-audio. Centered in front. Gallerno tries to dig it through the pads of Weber, and Weber makes a great save as Serbu and Gallerno nearly get the game winner in OT. Got the left pad down just in time, shut the door. They thought they had a chance there. They thought they, there was an opening, but no. Well, looking over at the team yellow bench, he's out of his equipment and back in his street clothes. Vince Ryan on the bench, but again, he will not return to this game today. Let's see. Excuse me, he is back in his street clothes here. And uh, again, we'll have to talk to him after the game and see how he's feeling, but at least a good sight that he's back on the bench and a part of the team in his, uh, in his suit and tie, Vince Ryan for Team Yellow. Megan Mahan, a minute 10 remaining in overtime. Kelly Serbu can't come up with it. Steve Gallerno has it, makes the pass to Serbu. Serbu takes the shot and Siula got a piece of that shot with his stick. Swept around to the far boards and kept in at the point by Le Cavalier. He feeds it down low behind the net. Poirier first on it for Team Black. Smacks it off the boards. Nice play there by Foxcroft as they get the puck up the ice with 45 seconds remaining in overtime. If we're still tied at the end of overtime, we'll head to a shootout, but Anthony Ciula still has 37 and a half seconds to change that. As Gallerno nearly picks his pocket. Oh, then a big collision there between DeMontis and Gallerno. Both players thankfully pop back up fairly quickly there. Ciula can't come up with that puck. Foxcroft backhands it towards the net, and it sneaks through the five hole. Team Black win it in overtime, three to two. As Foxcroft let the backhander fly, Siula may have gotten a piece of it, but it sneaks past Joey Cabral in the opening game in the Open Division. Sees Team Black score a 3-2 overtime victory. That is a tough way for this game to end for Team Yellow. Cabral had been on his game all day long. That one just seemed to catch him a little bit by surprise. Found what could not have been a very big opening. Oh. I mean, even with the size of this puck, could not have been uh, a lot of space for that puck to get through, but it does, sneaks in, and you get a 3-2 Team Black win. 
Well, a tough loss for Team Yellow in the opening game. They faced a ton of adversity from losing one of their star players, Vince Ryan, to injury to just a tough back and forth battle and a bit of a heartbreaking loss there, 3-2 in overtime. But Team Black, well, they show a lot of guts in that victory and they take this opening game of the Open Division. Final score, 3-2. We're gonna throw it back to Dave Basso and the AMI crew as we get you set for the next game between Team Red and Team Gold. Hi, I'm Ramia Amuthan. Join me weekly for AMI Audiobook Review, the podcast that explores new titles, introduces us to famous narrators, and updates what's hot at the Center for Equitable Library Access. Download episodes of AMI Audiobook Review from your favorite podcast provider. Hi, I'm Jenny Bovard. Join me monthly for Low Vision Moments, where I speak with awesome guests about some of the amusing things that happen when you're blind or partially sighted. Watch on YouTube or download Low Vision Moments from your favorite podcast distributor. Hi, I'm Red Sale, inviting you to download the latest episode of My Life in Books, where internationally acclaimed authors discuss their lives, their work, and three books that have resonated with them. That's My Life in Books, available wherever you get your AMI podcasts. Join me every couple weeks for the Outdoors with Lawrence Gunther podcast, where we learn about outdoor tech and tips. Plus, we look at news affecting the environment. AMI's Outdoors with Lawrence Gunther is available from your favorite podcast provider. Join us weekly for The Pulse with host Joita Gupta, who brings us closer to issues impacting the disability community across Canada. Watch The Pulse on YouTube or listen wherever you download your AMI podcasts. I'm Margaret Shepard of the AMI podcast, Tripping On Air. Every month, my co-host Alex Hadjar and I spill the tea on what it's really like to live with MS. Watch Tripping On Air on YouTube or download wherever you get your pods. The Walrus is Canada's conversation, and you're invited to take part. Download AMI's Voices of the Walrus, where professional narrators read selected articles from the magazine. Available wherever you download your AMI podcasts. Hello, I'm Sean Priest. Join me monthly for Sean of the Shed, where I introduce you to all the technology that can be so useful to us as blind or partially sighted people. Find Shaun of the Shed wherever you find all your podcasts. Hi, I'm Stephen Scott. Join me every day for Double Tap. It's a show where we occasionally talk about technology for blind and partially sighted people. You'll find us wherever you get your podcasts.